welcome to Style Zephyr, brought to you by the Alec Bradley Cigar Company, home of cigars like Tempest, Coil, Sanctum, Mondial, and Cigar Aficionado's 2011 Cigar of the Year, the Prensado, makers of premium cigars since 1996. Live True with Alec Bradley. And now your host, Kevin Quinn. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this brand new episode of Style Zephyr at StyleZephyr.com. Thank you so much for joining me for today. Got a lot going on in this episode, so we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Uh, happy fall time. It's got some freezing cold temperatures here in Chicago, so hopefully you've got a brand new fall and winter wardrobe going on. There are plenty of holiday and already pre-Black Friday sales going on, so if you've got any to-do lists or to-buy lists, maybe you can snag yourself up a great deal between fall colors for makeup and as well as for outerwear and different kind of jackets and everything else going on. Uh, one of my favorite times of the year, not only for combining colors and tones, but also for different textures and dimensions for vesting and as well as wearing with sport coats and blazers. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. So again, hopefully you've got some great seasonal plans going on for yourself. Speaking of seasonal plans, uh, my dear, dear, dear friend of the show, Kat Sikor. Kat is a professional bodybuilder and an IFBB pro and health coach. Uh, Kat has got some great health tips that she's been sharing on her uh, social media via Instagram and Facebook. You can always get a hold of her if you want to kind of get a jump start on your own uh, maybe holiday plans for workouts, maybe burning off some larger meals or dinners. If you want to get into more of uh, muscle building or mass building or what have you, you can always find Kat over at catsucord.com and you can always submit business inquiries or uh, different questions re uh, regarding potential coachings as well. In addition, Friends of the Show, Affordable Antiques and More will be hosting a 20th annual open house. They are at um, uh, 1508 North Neighbor Boulevard in Neighborville. They've got affordable shipping options available as well if you happen to see anything listed on their social media, which uh, Mr. Gary Domzowski is incredibly active on. So if you happen to see anything there, you can always pick yourself up something very special either for your home, your wardrobe, your jewelry box, or maybe even an antique toy collection. Not a big deal there. That open house is going to be brought to them by KHK, that's Kali's Home Creations and Affordable Antiques. That will be going on on Sunday, November 18th, 2018 from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. That is in Central Standard Time. So, again, if you happen to see anything online or if you happen to be in the neighborhood as well also, be sure to stop on by or maybe give them a call or reach out to them on social media. They also have a brand new website, which is uh, very, very nicely done. On this episode of Style Zephyr, uh, well, Style Zephyr HD as well, uh, even cooler, I uh, did a, a video uh, cast on this guy in conjunction with the audio podcast. Uh, if you happen to be uh, a fan of bespoke clothing, guys or gals, this episode was about four or five years in the making. Got to sit down with not only uh, Mr. Mike Bernstein, one of the uh, co-owners and founders of the uh, organization and the company. They are one of the, if not the... Uh, best custom clothiers and event venues in the city of Chicago. They are Penthouse 111. They are located at uh, 111 West Jackson in the Chicago uh, Loop, right in the heart of the financial district. Uh, Mike actually interviewed me for a job a number of years ago, and unfortunately, just uh, at the time, our stars did not quite align, but always kept them in the loop with things and uh, made sure I kept in touch with them just because I, uh, I love their passion and what they did with everything. So, uh, Mike is going to be uh, finally with me today and going to be talking a little bit about 
uh, entrepreneurship and bespoke clothing and where his experience comes from and what uh, what really brought him to the uh, luxury clothing fold. And then as a bonus as well, uh, the brand new co-owner, uh, Chris Flores, who's also a uh, professional barber within the uh, penthouse, he also managed to sit down with us for a few minutes and talk about his inspiration and his styling as well. So once again, on behalf of Style Zephyr, um, I want to thank also all the different companies and the folks that I've been networking with lately. There have been so many. i uh, got some amazing plans for later on in the year and incoming for the brand new year as well. So hopefully you'll all enjoy it. So going to jump right into this. My name is Kevin. This is Style Zephyr. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a vintage flair for your home, closet, wardrobe, or even toy collection or jewelry box? Come home to great value at Affordable Antiques and More. With 25 years experience, the award-winning store boasts 11,000 square feet of vintage furnishings, DIY, and wedding supplies. Find them on Facebook and Instagram with affordable shipping available. Call today at 630-505-1463 or stop by at 1508 North Naper Boulevard in Naperville. Don't forget to say hello to Shaggy. Affordable antiques and more, proudly paired with Style Zephyr to be true to you. Welcome to Casa de Montecristo, leading tobacco retailer in Chicago. Casa features a beautiful 3,700 square foot lounge with a VIP room, a conference room, and theater for hosting your events as well. Their inventory features products from companies like Regius, Alec Bradley, Davidoff, Camacho, Romeo y Julieta, Ashton, My Father, and dozens more. Their aging room includes cigars as sold as free embargo. Pay them a visit at www.casademontecristo-chicago.com or cdmcigars.com, the home of the only online retailer, proudly paired with Style Zephyr. Welcome, everybody, to this brand-new episode of Style Zephyr and also for Style Zephyr HD. Incredibly special episode that I've got going on for us right now. Uh, this is actually a couple years in the making. We're here in uh, the Gentleman's Cooperative at 111 West Jackson, or affectionately known as Penthouse 111. I have the honor, prestige, and the privilege of a friend of mine, Mr. Mike Bernstein. Mike, thank you for being on board this effort with me today. Thank you very much. It is a long time in the making. You are... Uh actually were an ambitious young man uh, three or four years ago and working diligently for UPS, I believe, mm -hmm. at the time, and came in for an interview, and it wasn't didn't make sense for both of us at the time, but mm -hmm. ever since, you've kept in contact, and you've been very much involved in the style community, right? Absolutely, and luckily, not much has changed. Now, I'm a slightly older, stylish, ambitious uh, man, so I'm not <laughs> so much, I don't feel as, you know, as we both are, I'm sure, but yeah, about four or five years in the making. Um, we're going to have some background mood uh, sound effects going on. It's kind of like the sounds of the city. Uh, we're on hand at uh, they're a, one of the best, if not the best, uh, custom clothiers in the city of Chicago. So you. you've got the sound of the city right now, and it's affectionately deserved. It's the, it's the middle of the day here, and we are operational. So we're going to try to keep it quiet and try to limit background interference, but uh, we are an operating business, so we'll see what happens. It's all good. Setting the mood, as it were. I got my 312, so we're ready to rock and roll with this guy. So, um, But like you said, we're um, as far as we're start, really highlighting on this guy's sartorial elegance, especially for um, our new uh, hashtag shopping local movement that we've got going on with Style Zephyr, supporting local businesses and really clothing that is really one of those things you shouldn't mess around with, especially versus online-wise. Uh, but for Mike, um, tell us a little bit about yourself if we can in brief and then as far as what got your own personal interest in sartorial style kind of initiated. Sure. 
I don't, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk, and especially with people that are really higher fashion about some sort sartorial resurgence, and I actually don't really consider myself to be on any sort of forefront with that. Um, for me, it's really a lot of satisfaction of helping people be fulfilled in whatever it is that they do for a career in professionally and socially. So, um, but what got me involved was I actually was working sales for Thomson Reuters and Gartner and was a senior account rep and working with CEOs and higher level executives and myself was buying custom clothing. So my former business partner, um, I was working with him when he was at Tom James and then at Nicholas Joseph and uh, at the time we, I, I was finding myself with a little bit, little bit of capital and some boredom and wanted to do something on our own and enjoyed fashion. So really enjoyed entertainment and making clients happy, gotcha. which is really at the forefront of what we do here at Gentleman's Cooperative. Absolutely. And one of the most important things that I've, especially for my, I have a degree in communications, and one of my biggest things was always what can I do differently as far as radio, television, recording, and what have you. And one of the things that you've said in one of your little, uh, your, your digital segments was your clothing is one of the first things that anyone ever kind of gauges <clears> you. It's your first barrier between you and the rest of the world yeah and as far as for interpersonal uh, communications that's huge it's interesting like you don't think about it that often but we had a tagline for a while that uh clothing your clothing is the only thing between you and the world and there's a lot of truth to that and there's a lot of people that will invest heavily in their homes which i can you know can consider that an investment for it having higher future value uh invest in their cars invest in these things that are perception um for a lot of the part but they don't invest in their clothing mm -hmm which is, if you're there, that's how people see you and that's how people perceive you, so it's probably worth some investment. Absolutely. And we always uh, preach that, you know, buy higher quality and less of things, mm. um, as opposed to just, you know, buying a lot of, of lower end things. Just for the sake of it. It's, you know, a lot of people have their closets completely full, but they only wear six or seven of the things in there. Um, you know, don't buy all that other crap and buy nice things and invest well. In absolutely, wardrobe. absolutely. When it comes to entrepreneurship, was we've done previous content and previous episodes on the idea of entrepreneurship, when it comes to actually having that gall and that conviction in yourself to really going out there and trying it, starting it, and you know, as we've we've seen today, you know, you've got you're a master of all things or trying to be, and you've got so many different hats to wear. Yeah. Um, for a clothing and really a customer facing business like this in 2018 in such a digital age that we live in, what? in the hell was that like to kind of get over that hump to really go for it? <clears throat> Are we over it? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, it's when you're a business that's constantly wanting to grow and reinvest in itself and open up new revenue streams and uh, offer new offer new things to our clients that uh, increase the value, it can be a wild ride, especially when you're small and uh, everything impacts you more. Mm. So, you know, there's kind of this fetish and obsession with, entrepreneurial lifestyle and this grind and all these all I see on Facebook is you know learn to be your own uh, you know boss and all this stuff and honestly I don't think it's for everybody it's yeah. a very very challenging task especially and when you not everybody gets a GoFundMe or you if know you, if you, you can make a GoFundMe work you, for you I mean man a good job on yeah that, just making money appear out of nowhere which is cool but even right. then it's like guess what now you have something called a follow-up and now you have to keep on you know you build <laughs> those relationships which in, yeah. even into my next question you, you you've established yourself you've got that entrepreneurial ship going um and you've got everything going for myself also in sales now because like you said our stars at the time didn't quite align when we were first talking about uh working together right um how important to you has i mean this is kind of that bread and butter but how important and how how important for personally has those relationships been for you uh relationships with our 
clientele, clientele if you want your customers and just people that you've yeah I mean relationships are absolutely everything and when it comes to I, we talk around here often because we have a pretty non-traditional marketing game and we're starting to pull some levers on some more traditional things but really the backbone I think of building a business like this that's very relationship based is investment in your current clientele and so um, you know once you've got someone through the door that appreciates what you do if you can create a champion out of them then that's a beautiful thing and people make everything revolve and go uh, we can talk AI and all these other things that are coming but you know uh, I, I tend to get business done when I'm talking to people face to face and it's not some sort of a uh, buffered relationship with technology gotcha so. gotcha and especially like we're both like I said we're both in uh, one of us is in high-end luggage and when you're you know knowledge and expertise is so important nowadays and like <clears> you said for like I've seen I've seen artificial 3d retail shopping right it scares this is a PG-13 show. It scares the living shit out of me because, um, like I said, between, you know, for luggage, for your clothing and all these different things, there are certain things that you really need that human interaction with. And for, you know, you to really have, like, that tactile feel with the fabric if you're you're trying to convey that reassurance to someone to feel better about what they're shopping for because this is a premium product. <clears throat> yeah. um, how would you, you know, whether it, rela- you know, relates to your own individual style or... Um, to what the company kind of manufactures and, you know, produces for your clientele. How would you define that style? And, and is that, in fact, also your style? Because that, that makes it more personal for you. We're super focused on fit versatility and style. It's kind of our tagline uh, when it comes to the garment side of our business. And I think that when you're talking about this kind of relationship between commoditized products, which is like the Amazon of the world, you know, and these transactional things that we do, you don't really need a relationship with those, and you kind of prefer not to have one because they tend to have kind of like a, a coarse uh, customer service type of line. Uh, for us, we're the opposite of that, really, where it's back to that more um, nostalgic, service-minded. Uh, you're really uh, handheld through a process, and you don't have to think a whole lot. You uh, have decisions made for you, your interactions as much as you want to make it, and you can rely on the trust of our clothiers or our uh, master stylists and barbers. So that's a huge part of it. You talked about industry knowledge, and uh, I remember a while back I did some corporate visions type training, and the number one people or reason people buy, at least in a business-to-business scenario, is the individual they're working with, knowledge of the industry, and then likability. So we have to be super knowledgeable of the industry here. Um, we have to make sure that we uh, deliver on our expectations to our clients. So. Gotcha. And again, in a, in a day and age where, like I said, we live, we're all internet based. Even my dad, my dad right. just discovered emoticons on his smartphone. It's 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 <laughs> right. it, it sucks. It's not easy. Um, it's like, what are you winking at me for when you're asking me what time I start work the next day? Like, what do you? What is? Are you yeah. getting at something? Parents gone wild on exactly on exactly. Um, have you seen as far as like age gaps go? Have you seen any kind of? Especially with cigars, um, working with Alec Bradley, they are trying to kind of reshape their audience in terms of going for like a younger clientele. Is that something that you're noticing also? Is it maybe, does it bridge age gaps or is it kind of like word passes down, you know, this beautiful suit that was once made or maybe it was handmade once in Chicago in the 1930s? Are you seeing any more of that wise also or is it kind of, it's... it's, Not so much. I mean, um, I kind of see things... We are uh, working here, too. It's so. all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, I don't see, like I said, I don't see this kind of, um, we had a guy here that was very vintage in very 1930s, 1940s, bringing back an old style, wearing the caps, and, um, you know, really had that whole thing going for himself. 
And I don't really see that, like, people are, there's kind of vintage communities and things like that that are into that. But really what's going on right now, in my opinion, is it's very casual. People are very brand-focused on the casual side right now. But uh, there is some custom orientation on the, on the uh, higher and more luxury professional side. So, but a lot more of that is custom jeans, custom jackets, um, more of a casual professional look. Gotcha, which gotcha. I like and appreciate. It's, it's actually a lot of my style, too. So. Awesome. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to be hitting up a break in just a couple of minutes here. Yeah. but um, And then we'll kind of talk a little more about the business and what more the actual, um, because you're more than just for clo- you know beautiful clothing. You're also a built-in venue. It's what, in, what was inherent to yeah. your DNA as a business. Um, as far as the whole ABC of the process, if anyone was to one day say, you know what, I want to one day make that investment, um, if it's a new career, what have you, mm-hmm. um, what's a standard, if there is such a thing, what's a process as far as appointments, you need appointments, you know, hair, suiting, what, how, is, how does the whole kind of production start and go sure. through it? Yeah, we're garments, grooming, and events, and so we've got a 5,100-square-foot penthouse here, which is uh, really done up kind of with the old nostalgic uh, luxury feel. Uh, expansive views of the city. Uh, we can accommodate about 200. We specialize really in corporate cocktail parties, but do an array of different events. And then uh, during the day, we are operating as a custom clothier and a barber uh, style men's grooming club. So we uh, do everything. We're, we're bringing in massage next week, and we go all the way uh, from manis, pedis, uh, facials, haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. All that, so we're I'm gonna we're be full sh- image. I'm going to be doing a new, a new, another interview in like the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah you're going to be sitting I'm in the barber chair. I'm going to forget all my gear and just be like, damn, dude. Like while I'm here, I'm just going to kill two birds with one stone while I'm here. You may first. as well. Well, I'll tell you, we're as a membership club too. Uh, you can really take nice advantage by being a, a consistent part of our community mm-hmm. and investing in a membership. And with the guys that we target and the people that are in this community here downtown, the financial district in the Loop, they really more than anybody need that respite from the hustle bustle of 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 down on ground level because it's just uh it's it's a wild game down there awesome like i said we're gonna hit up a quick uh quick break really fast um i actually have a something for you um like i said this was kind of like a thank you as far as everything going on with uh with everything and then uh, we'll be back and like i said talk about some more things but um Alec Bradley, one of my favorite sponsors and um just to see how far you guys have come over like the last couple years wise um See if I have it in the right pocket. Oh, nice. Tempest, Alec Bradley. Tempest means time. Cool. And over as time has gone on, you guys have evolved in such an incredible way. That's for you, and like I said, for having me here um, and for your time so far. And hopefully, this whatever the hell this whole thing is outside, if it clears up nicely enough for you, yeah, you can have a little bit of a glass of something and Sounds a little great. bit of a tobacco product. Boom. We're gonna be right back, folks. Take care with us. Thanks, buddy. From the Alec Bradley Cigar Company, the company that has brought amazing cigar blends such as The Tempest, Black Market, Post Embargo, and the 2011 Cigar of the Year, The Prensado, comes the worldwide release of the Black Market Esteli and The Prensado Lost Art. Both cigars will be featuring Central American tobaccos and a variety of sizes and box counts. Alec Bradley has been creating new traditions for over 20 years and continue to create inspiration and conversation pieces with beautiful premium tobaccos. Join the family today at alecbradley.com. Proudly paired with Styles Effort to be true to you. We are back. Thank you so much again for joining me, both on the Styles Effort as well as for Styles Effort HD. Mike Bernstein, Gentlemen's Cooperative. Mike, thank you again so much for your time and being with me today. Of course. 
Um, so as far as for, um, number one, the importance of shopping local, buying local, you're supporting local vendors, local companies. Um, for the actual service itself and to the value, um, someone wants a suit, someone wants to get fitted, do they see you? Do they see, I think you got some guy here named Blake who sings. Um, what's, do. What, what do you do? What's the process? What's the, where do you start? Uh, www.gentscoop.com. Sorry, guys. But go to... DVD w- extras. Right? Uh, www.gentscoop.com. You can book any of our services there. So whether you want to do a walkthrough for an event or um, come through and have a consulting session for an event get a uh, pedicure, massage, haircut, or uh, meet with a professional uh, clothing consultant. You can gotcha. do all that stuff there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, process, you know, once you've booked with us, um, you come on in, and beforehand we send you typically a few questions just to kind of get a better understanding of your style and what you're trying to accomplish. Then we want to know really uh, what's your lifestyle, uh, how do you work, what do you typically wear, where do you shop now, uh, what occasions do you have coming up, you know, and then... It comes more into the what have you already taken care of, the fundamentals or foundations of your wardrobe. And is that stuff of quality? Uh, does it fit you now? Can we fix it to keep it? Uh, and what gaps do we need to fill in regards to um, your professional attire for our made to measure and bespoke? Gotcha, so. gotcha. And it is one of the biggest defining features of it. It is very consultative. Very. You know, you're sat down, you've got a, you know, a wonderful atmosphere. I'm still working on my morning 312 wheat ale phenomenal um so it is very all-inclusive yeah it's uh we don't you know until you're that mark zuckerberg or um steve jobs that can wear a you know uh, uh, collar, yeah. collar neck uh, every night or, or every day or a t-shirt you know you probably <laughs> need to be putting your best foot forward right and you also don't want to have decision fatigue either so when you wake up in the morning and you have to put a ton of thought into putting yourself together it can wear you out before you even get going Gotcha. Honestly, and so for us to be that style assistance there where we can teach you the pieces to buy, how to fulfill your wardrobe, and then how to make them work together without very little thought, gotcha. uh, I think that's a good service to do for guys. Sure. Just make it very simple for them. And then for the guys who are more trendy and want to be further into the process, we can do that too, and we can give great advice. Gotcha. And it it is... No matter what, at the end of the day, because I'm looking at your fabric books, everything is exquisite. I didn't even want to put. I think those are some placard holders. I didn't even want to. Uh, I didn't even want to put them on those on the garments on the pool table because right. I'm like, whether that belongs to somebody or not, it's probably really expensive. Um, it is very consultative, and then for the value of what you're getting, um, my birthday, I actually treated myself to a made-to-measure jacket. Nice. Um, but at the same time, because that that dude again that sings, I don't, I don't remember his Blake. name very well. Right, Blake, Blake, Blake. Yeah. Well, totally kidding. We have um, more than just me here as well as right. designers. So Blake, uh, he's an entrepreneur on, as a hit, in himself, but mm-hmm. he also designs a lot of clothes here as a partner in the business. Right, gotcha. And then we have Tony Wright, who does a phenomenal job, and we're going to be bringing on another guy here very shortly. So there's fantastic. And then Lorna uh, is the jack of all trades here, and she kind of does it all. So totally. we kind of think she might have the best style of anyone. So. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it's... it's um, it's the knowledge is there the passion is there the expertise is there um, you're surrounded by a great team of very talented people and um, and again it is you know when you're ready to make that investment into it because I figured okay like made to measure like I've, I've got some I've got a car to pay off if you got rent you know a house to pay off what have you right. um, it's a gradual process and I don't think my dad or my grandfather's ever had something ever made for them but um, I did promise myself that last year was going to be the year of the fedora it is wool felt 
I will eventually have beaver felt or rabbit felt made, nice. depending on what have you. Yeah. But um, were you guys ever going to make hats at one time? Was that a thing? We have. Um, okay. We did custom hats for a bit, and we can still uh, bring in an outsourced person to do that for people. Okay. It's not something. It's a value-added curation for us. It's not really something we're going to specialize in. Cool. Gotcha. But we, gotcha. Uh, we've got guys that are amazing at it. Gotcha. Got your Humphrey Bogart on. I like that. Good. Good. Good times. Um, and then just, again, the emphasis, because when I did have that uh, made-to-measure jacket made, it was from an online source. Sure. Um, and, again, it's that was for the sake of what the price was for my for my wallet. But at the end of the day, whenever you are ready to make that investment, um, shop local. It's, yeah. It's local people, local wages, keeping local lights on. Um, mm-hmm. That's everything, right? Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, I like to give my speculation on where business and corporate world is going. and. Mm-hmm. There's been obviously a massive uh, kind of conglomeration and things coming together, big guys owning everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as things get easier to market, as um, we have more outlets as a smaller business to reach people, data is more freely available, social media is a way to network, like it's a different world. And I think that uh, decentralization is going to become very important. So uh, you're, I think there's already going to be a flow towards shopping local, um, but the more you can support that, the better. Absolutely. It may be, you know, I don't even think that it's going to be a thing where we're that much more expensive than the big box stores because they're paying so much money mm-hmm. when it comes to executive uh, wages and um, just all the infrastructure and oftentimes cubicle dead, dead weight that's, uh, you know, undermanaged, under-enthusiastic, and doesn't perform the best they could. So Absolutely. And even then, you know that if you ever have an issue or a question or a maintenance of your jacket or what have you, someone's going to answer your phone. Totally. And almost no working hours. Almost. But, um, Mike, thank you again so yeah. much. we got a few more folks that we want to chat with today, but that's okay. Um, absolutely beautiful penthouse, 111 West Jackson, uh, penthouse 111. So for venues, getting fitted, having your events, having your corporate building, uh, your corporate outings, um, having a, a wonderful bar. I basically just had brunch here, so that's pretty cool. Nice. That's my that's my three one two. That's so cool. Yeah. That's like for college. <laughs> uh, but Mike, thank you again you so it. much for your time. Um, again, this was a couple years in the making. Folks, gentscoop.com, Facebook. Instagram, beautiful pictures, beautiful materials, and once you're yeah. ready to find yourself, yeah, build your uniform and stay true to you. So on behalf of uh, StyleZephyr.com, HD, Penthouse 111 Gents Cooperative, yeah, thank you for your time, and thank you for your time, and remember to stay styled. Welcome on back, folks, with for HD and StyleZephyr.com. We're actually still on location here at the Gentleman's Cooperative at 111 West Jackson, or Penthouse 111. Really cool, kind of a DVD extra, if you want to call it. We've got the added benefit of also meeting one of the brand-new co-owners of the Gentleman's Cooperative, Mr. Chris Flores. Chris, thank you so much, and That's welcome aboard the Zephyr with me. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. Um, so just like a quick introduction as far as who's to what and where and when. Um, Mr. Flores, um, as far as what brought you to the Gentleman's Cooperative, and tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, too. So I'm Chris Flores. I'm co-owner here at Gentleman's Cooperative. I primarily run the grooming side of the, uh, the business. I am also the uh, master barber here. But um, as far as us getting involved with each other, we initially uh, met a little over a year and a half ago back in July. And uh, we both had a similar vision as to what we can make Gentleman's Cooperative be. And, um, you know, we both felt that involving all three of these different business aspects together would have really helped give a truly unique experience to all of our clientele and also to you know would really help you know drive revenue or at least 
you know, create at least three different revenue streams, right? To at least keep something like this operating because it's, it's not cheap. Sure. But um, at the same time, uh, you know, I was looking for a barbershop myself. Uh, one of my clients uh, linked me up with uh, Mike and, um, you know, we talked about the vision together. Uh, we saw that everything, you know, really made sense. And um, it was nice because we both had a very linear objective. You know, we both saw exactly the same image. And um, we both kind of just put our heads together put, and started grinding and uh, kind of made this a reality. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Even more important, I mean, not as not more important than that, but to kind of deep dive a little bit more into this because with your profession and look at where you've taken it and there's there are the folks who cook and then there are the people who take it and become a chef mm-hmm. um, if you don't mind me nose diving this what inspired you actually to want to cut hair as far as a profession or a trade or what have you because that in itself awesome style mm-hmm. and for the career the different career paths you can take that what actually what started that uh, so I've been cutting hair I'm 29 now I've been cutting hair since uh, I was about 15 years old uh, you know, doing it for friends and, you know, what led to be just a habit. Uh, when I went to college, uh, I decided to start this little kind of like a business, you know, and I uh, just started cutting hair for friends on campus and so on and so forth. But that became a hustle. Mm-hmm. And then the hustles, you know, just making money off of it and building these relationships is really what I was doing because I wasn't I was never your average barber where you would find me in a shop. It was always I had to go get my clientele and somehow sell to them or, you know, or at least sell my sell my skill set to them enough for, so that they would have the confidence to come and see me cutting hair out of a bathroom, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, over the course of many years in college, I was super successful. I was doing, you know, 40 to 50 cuts a week out of my bathroom. Uh, but that ended up, you know, I ended up having a bigger dream with that. Uh, when I moved back to Chicago from uh, college, I, you know, was looking for jobs and stuff like that. But I was fortunate enough to still have my business built in Chicago from graduates from, you know, U of I in Champaign where I went to college. They would come back here. Yeah. And uh, have a lot of clients that I had built here on my, uh, you know, my summer when I would come back from school. I'd still have friends. So I maintain those those relationships. I would always, you know, reach out to them and, you know, tell them that I'm coming back or so on and so forth. I did what I had to do in order to be successful when I came back. And just not having a clientele was not going to be, you yeah. know, it was something that I could not do. Yeah. So, you know, after many years, I decided that uh, just barbering was the thing that I love to do. I managed to make amazing connections. I cut hair for very, you know, significant people, people that, you know, influencers that have a big following. Um but more so than anything, it was just the relationship aspect of things. But I also didn't want to waste four years of a college education just to go back and be your neighborhood barber. I had a bigger image. I wanted, I had this kind of like millionaire barber concept built in my head, you know, something that's a far reach, but something that I hold myself very accountable to hopefully accomplishing one day because I'm a, I'm a dream. I'm a dreamer, but I also like to fulfill my dreams. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, at least coming up here and sitting down in my chair is one of the things that I take pride in when I talk to a lot of my clientele. You know, whether they're very affluent and they've done amazing for themselves and they're, you know, they're millionaires themselves or people that are, you know, in the middle of the chain that are working their way up and have dreams of their own of aspiring to become a top executive in their company or something like that. You know, I've been down in the ditches and I've dug myself out and I've managed to, you know, kind of achieve for the most part, a lot of the goals and the dreams that I've aspired to achieve, but 
you know, it all came with hard work. Nice. It all came with uh, just seeing that, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to and really just uh, any job as long as you have enough passion for it and as long as you, you know, it's really put the effort into doing it, you can really make your average day job become something far more successful. Absolutely. Um, and personally speaking, like, let's say, for example, you know, we're on the Sandville Row of the Chicago Financial District and the Chicago Loop, uh, Chicago Loop. And when you have these different people who, you know, whether it's, you know, a master tailor or if it's, you know, made elsewhere in the area or elsewhere in general, um, you'll have your cutters who they cut their fabric a certain way to build a suit a certain way, you know, the way it drapes beautifully, the way that the fabric kind of drapes wise. And everyone, as far as cutters wise, always, they always seem to have their own preferred way of cutting with a, uh, like a fabric. They have their mantra, they have their philosophy. Mm -hmm. When you have your shears, you have your straight edge, you have your clippers, what have you, what's different, would you say, in your philosophy or your mantra versus somebody else? Like a, a girl, I got a fade a couple weeks ago, and she was so diligent, and she said, you know, a fade, when you do it right, is very much its own art form. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. I want to go back to her because she did a really good job. I, bas sure. I basically go where I have time to right For now, sure. which is a big disservice to myself. What's your mantra when you pick up your shears? I don't know. Everybody's different. Everybody has. Uh, I really, I guess more so than anything, it's about getting to know the client, getting to know what it is they do, their everyday, you know, habits, uh, just as far as, you know, their upkeep on their haircut, because at the end of the day, not every client can be treated the same. And every, every single client deserves their time for a consultation, understanding, you know, all the, you know, all the things that I said and um, just really getting a chance to hone in on what it is they're trying to achieve, what it is that you think would be the best look for them, merging that together and really kind of, you know, consenting something that fits the structure of their head as well. But uh, there's really a ton of variables. I mean, um, I, we hope that in, in, this, in this industry that people are taking that time to really understand that there's not just you know a few questions to ask and everybody gets the same sort of thing that you know you really do at the end of the day dissect every single part of what a haircut would look structurally appropriate to a person's face but also considering all the uh, you know all the things with their career and stuff like that you know you can't go too radical you gotta be a little bit more conservative so you know there's a lot of different things that you know you that really kind of structure an appropriate haircut for somebody and in an excellent experience for them too awesome well said couldn't have done it better myself um you're awesome you're, you're the hair guy though <laughs> um well thank you so much um we're gonna help try to help you a little bit as far as even building that relationship a little bit more um you're also through jenscoop.com yes cool um because uh, like uh, mike said you guys are you're all encompassing um you do have that part of the experience besides the fittings besides the events you're here, you're, you know, the other services that'll be offered to you soon, um, whether it's a membership or even just booking it through you, is it best through that website? Then? Yeah, absolutely. Book okay. online. Uh, you know, people like to, if you, if you at some point have a relationship with a specific barber or stylist, we always, you know, we always take a lot of pride in having that relationship with somebody that they feel comfortable enough to reach out to somebody. But at the end of the day, you're going to see everybody's availability from beginning of the day to the end of the day throughout the entire week on the Very website. Cool. It's all there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, bookings now, as much as you can. Awesome. Getting ready for the holidays. You're getting yep. ready for Thanksgiving. Yep. It's 24 hours, if that, after Halloween, and I'm really surprised we're not listening to the Christmas <laughs> music right now. Um, all I want, Christmas Baby by Madonna is my, <laughs> my absolute kryptonite. I hate that song. But, uh, Mr. Chris, 
Thank you so Thank very you. much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you for being stylish with me. Of course. Uh, folks, get a hold of him. Awesome guy. This is an all-encompassing experience. Get fitted. Um, great staffing, great people, great management. Um, Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Thank you very folks, much. Folks, thank you so much for staying with me a little bit more. We're still here at the Gentleman's Cooperative, uh, Gentleman's Co-op.com, 111 West Jackson, Instagram, Facebook, what have you. Get your uniform on and get a great uh, haircut at the same time. And until next time, stay true to you. Take care. Take it easy, guys.